Episode of Oh That's Random Podcast. I am your host, that guy Nerdy G, or just Nerdy G. And today, I'm here. I'm here, and I got thoughts, and I'm gonna share. It's what I do. It's what this podcast is all about. My thoughts, my random thoughts that come in my head, and I share them. I put them out there. We can talk about them. Social medias, social networks, whatever you want. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook wherever we could talk about it it's all about having conversations and this is something that i guess i just want to talk about i mean this is what's been on my mind i had a good conversation here recently and it made me think and anytime i have a conversation that can make me think i'm appreciative of just that conversation hands down uh, that's just the way I'm wired. I don't know why, but it works for me that I can tell you it works. It works for me. And this one is about this conversation I had was about a little bit of religion, a lot of what well, I'm going to say is a lot of bit of religion, but also something that all of us go through every single day. And that is the fight. The pressure of the fight and how we stick it out through that fight, no matter what your fight is, whether you're fighting for recognition, whether you're fighting for a position, whether you're fighting just to exist in the room that you're in, there's always a fight. And this conversation made me think about that very hard. I had this conversation with a Christian woman and of course, an older Christian woman, let me say it that way. And she reminded me, of course, you know, if you if you believe in if you believe in God, if you believe in Jehovah, if you believe that Jesus died for our sins on the cross, X Y Z, all the all the above, right? One thing that we did, one thing that we all do know in this world, whether we want to believe it or not, but everyone is not for us. I got a shirt on right now that says. I'm not for everyone. Everyone wasn't for Jesus. If everyone was for everyone, then we wouldn't have haters. We wouldn't have cock blockers. We wouldn't have, uh, you know, backhanded folk. We wouldn't have. We wouldn't. We wouldn't have them type of people. Them sly, sleazy scum buckets. I'm gonna do whatever it can. I'm gonna do whatever I can for my come up and screw you. We wouldn't have those type of people. If everybody was for everybody. Is that a world that we want to live in? It's a good thought, but we already know that's not going to happen. But that brings me back to the fight every single day. And how do you refocus that fight? How do you refocus or how do you stay focused on the fight? Think about it. 
sit there and really think about what your fight is. Right. Let's just say you worked at a company. And. You're a supervisor and you're you're killing it. You and your team is killing it, but your boss doesn't recognize it. But yet you keep killing it. You just keep you just keep on killing it. Then you look around, you help a couple people to 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 come up. You help a couple people to come up. You put a couple people in the best position for them to come up and do their thing. It goes the people recognize it. But the person, the boss, the the person that the person that you are that that's supposed to be over you, the person that's supposed to manage you, don't pay it no mind. Cool. Then some things happen. When I say some things happen, I mean some things happen where it's some unjust it's some unjust things happening and then a person says your your leader, your manager tells you, Oh, integrity is my thing and if somebody lies to me then it's just I just lose all respect for them. Well, okay, cool. Well I brought to you somebody that lied directly to you and you look the other way. Okay, cool. You say, okay, screw it. I see what I'm dealing with. But you keep on fighting. You keep on pushing. You keep on doing your thing because you don't really care about what anybody else says. You're going to keep on fighting. You're going to keep on making sure that your team is number one. You're going to keep on making sure that your team is in the best position. You're going to keep on appreciating your team because guess what? They working for you at this point. They're looking at you and they seeing what you're doing for them. When they need something, you're there for them. When they need to go out because, you know, unfortunately they had a couple deaths back to back, you're there for them. When they run out of certain things, you're there for them. When they call you on your personal cell after hours on a weekend to talk to you about some things that has nothing to do with work whatsoever, you're there for them. Call it a servant leader. Don't call yourself a servant leader if you don't know how to be one. Right. When you're sitting here and everything is going unnoticed that you're doing, but you don't really care because now it's like. My team's happy. I'm happy. But then. The person start your your leader starts to nitpick at you. You got to fight. Now you're on the fight. Now you're on the blacktop because the bully want to come and pick at you because he tired of noticing. He or she is tired of noticing what you're doing. He, he or she is tired that you are the topic of conversation. And that person is that person that reports to you. You can't speak to it. Now, because you can't speak to it, you feel some kind of way. So now, let me go prove everybody wrong. Everybody's saying this person's graces. I got to go prove this wrong. I got to go prove all y'all wrong. I got to go be the bully. I got to go show you that this chump ain't better than me. I don't even know this. Let me go show you that I'm better than him. Let me go show you he ain't the person that he say he is. That's his mission. But they say that person is a man of God. That's where religion comes in there, right? And then that's where it makes things a little iffy. That's where it makes things a little iffy. And I don't know about y'all out there, 
But ask yourself. I know we shouldn't be holding people. We shouldn't hold people to a certain. We should hold people to a certain standard. But ask yourself when somebody says that they're a man of God or a woman of God or woman of faith or whatever it is that they believe in, you got to hold them to a certain standard. And that's truth. That's truth with anybody. You hold them to a certain standard and you go, okay, well, I understand a little bit about your faith. I know a little bit about your faith. And uh, from what I hear, you guys don't act like that. You guys are supposed to be, you know, giving, loving, caring, loving thy neighbor. Everybody's a brother. Everybody's this. Everybody's that. But when you see that that's not the case, eh, don't it make you just a little bit ticked off just because you held this person you held this person to a certain standard so you say okay let me let me try to put that in my mind and understand that this person is just a human this person is human but just because you're human doesn't mean that you have to be a shitty human don't excuse my language i said what i said You don't have to be a shitty person. You don't. That's a choice. You make a choice to be a shitty person. You make a you make a choice to attack a person who is doing good and who is doing something that is positive. And when that person is positive, you choose to attack a positive influence or a positive light. For what reason? Because that person's not your friend, because that person doesn't want to be buddy buddy with you, because that person sees what type of shitty person that you are. So why would I want to sit next to you? Why would I want to uh, bump elbows with you? Because you're going to cut me as soon as you get a chance. You're going to throw me under the bus. You're going to talk shit. To, you're going to talk shit about me to any and everybody and says this guy's not as great. For what reason? Why do some folks have to sit on your mind that way. Why do I have to live rent free in your mind? Because you can't handle the exposure or you can't handle the fact that whatever is going on with me, it's affecting you in a positive way. But because you don't know anything that I'm doing, you can't talk to the positivity that I'm bringing your way. I probably lost some of y'all. But bring it back. Because this is all about the fight. So now. You have to be the bully. Now he wants to be the bully. Your leader wants to be the bully. And got to come pick on you. There's a method to your madness. Your team loves you. Hand down. Your team's working for you. Your team says I do this for you. You can ask me for any and everything, and we are there for you because we know that you're there for us. You're going to go to bat for us. You're going to keep those people off of us. You're going to keep those people. You're going to make sure that we have the tools that we need to succeed. You tell us up front, I trust you. You tell us up front, I'm your cheerleader. Your team knows your worth. Your peers know your worth. Your leader, eh, thinks it's a lie, think it's a facade, or whatever. You don't have to worry about it, though. So, now, 
you want to do the right thing because that's not the person that you are. Because the way that you deal with bullies is you kill them with kindness at first. But it's only for so long that you can kill them with, a kind, with kindness. Right? You're going to be nice to them. Ah, you know, hey, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. But this is the way I do this. This is the way I communicate. This is the way I get things taken care of. Um, also, hey, I've set my team up. They're pretty much kind of self-sufficient by themselves. And, I mean, I don't know if you want to go back to all of those coachings, but that's like two years ago. Like, you're kind of two years too late. Like, now, this is where my team is, and this is where they're set up at, and this is how things go down. And so what is it that you require from me? Because what's the difference now? What's the difference between now and then? Why all of a sudden are you interested in me? You haven't been interested in me when they've nominated me for certain awards. You haven't been interested in me when people were saying, hey, what is this team doing you haven't been interested in me when there was egg on your face. You haven't been interested in me when I told you, hey, this is where it's going. This is the, this is the process that we should do. And this is the process that my team is already doing. And then when the company comes back and say, hey, this is it. This is the way that we're going to roll everything out. Okay, well, guess what? I've been doing this. Because I've been doing this and because my team has been doing this, you told me. Hey, I came and picked on you and told you, hey, when this sh shit blows up in your face, I'm coming back to this motherfucking conversation and I'm going to hold you to it. Well, it didn't blow up in my face. It blew up in your face and they adopted my way. Now, do you want to go back and revisit that conversation? No, because guess what? I'm not that type of person. You a bully. I'm going to kill you with kindness. What I do, I smile. I smiled and I looked at you. But yet you couldn't eat your humble pie. You couldn't eat your humble pie. You was like bullshit. You didn't want to acknowledge it. You didn't want to. You didn't want. You didn't. You, you didn't want to give it no type of life. Whatsoever. Sorry. I've been given a gift to where I can see ahead of time. I know the play. Before you call the play. That's a gift back to religion that's a gift from god when you recognize what your gifts are you execute them and you use them you use them for good you use them to help other people you use them to put people in position so that they can uh come up as well you don't hold anybody back you use your gifts for good you get more things back the more good you put out into the world the more good you get back you can call that religion or you can call that a saying or you can call that crazy talk. You can call that whatever you want to. That's something that I believe. The more good you put out into the world is the more good that's going to come back to you. So I don't have a problem with showing you the way that I do things. I don't have a problem with telling you my playbook because guess what? You're not going to execute my playbook the way that I execute my playbook. But at the same time, I'm rooting for you because that's the person that I am. I don't sit here in my room and secretly hope that you don't make it. No, I wish that you will make it. And I hope that the relationship that we've built, if you want to reach back 
and help me out, I'm totally fine with that. If you don't, I'm totally fine with that. I'm not sitting here doing something to get something back in return, even though I said the more good that you put out into the world, the more good that comes back to you. But just because I give good things to you doesn't mean that you're going to give good things to me. And that's something that's understood. Right. It's not it's not a favor for a favor because that's not the way that relationships should work. Right. If you if you feel it in your heart that you want to help me out, then help me out. If I feel in my heart that I want to help you out, then I will help you out. Just that simple. It is as simple as it seems. Remember that. So. Continuing on about this fight. Because now where you thought you were. You thought you built everything up to where you want it. Now you got to fight with the person that's supposed to be for you. Because if you're in a leadership role and you're reporting to somebody or somebody reporting to you, you are their cheerleader. Hands down. You work for them at this point because your job is one to develop them. You don't need to de- you don't need to coach them on the you don't need to, to develop them for the job that they're currently in because they're already they already have that role. So you need to help develop them for the next role, whether it be with the company or outside the company. Your your deal is to be their cheerleader. If they want to move around in the company, you are their cheerleader. You are their mouthpiece. You are in rooms that they are not in. You can give them the exposure that they can't get for themselves. You work for them. You put them. You give them the tools. You make sure that they are ready when the time comes. That's it. That's all. You are their cheerleader. No matter how far you go up. You are their cheerleader. So. Now your leader is not your cheerleader. He's your bully. Now he's going to pull some of your peers and he's going to try to try to. Take you down. He's going to shoot those shots. He's going to give he's going to give them the gun and he's going to load the bullets in the gun for them and tell them to take their shot. Well, when you take your shot, make sure you aim for the head. But every time you miss and it blows up in your face and you can't eat that humble pie and you want to laugh it off and say, I don't know what you're talking about. Clearly, anybody can say that. Anybody can say that. But when you have a paper trail. Documentation is better than representation any day of the week. That is something that we do know. That is something that we do know. Documentation is better than representation every day of the week. And when they see that you got a paper trail on they as long as uh, TICD, woo, woo, they got an issue. You would think you letting them see that you have a paper trail on them that they will stop. Oh, but they, <laughs> this bully, this bully feels a certain type of way. And when I say this bully feels a certain type of way, this bully feels like they are, I don't know, Diddy can't stop, won't stop, rock, you know what I mean? They feel that way, can't stop, won't stop, can't stop, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> take that, take that. No. You are not that. You're not about that life. I'm going to tell you all something. I'm taking. I'm, I'm going to take a little detour. Let me tell you something. 
you never know who a person talks to. You never know what kind of relationships people have. You never know that because I never talked to this person face to face that I don't have a relationship with them. Remember that. You never know who the next person knows. Just keep that in mind. Back to this fight. So now you realize that the person that's supposed to be your cheerleader, you now, that's your bully. That's, that, that's your bully and that's what you're fighting. And how do you continue to fight? How do you continue to fight and stand there after you had a conversation with this person, trying to get this person to understand your point of view or not even try to get that person to understand your point of view, but uh, have that person understand where you're coming from and you're trying to understand where that person's coming from. You both come to the table. You both had this conversation multiple times. That's the sad part, multiple times. And yet for some odd reason, you you uphold your end of the deal. But the other person like, eh, yeah, but yeah, that was, I'm going to be honest with you. I really wasn't even listening to that. I wasn't even really listening to what you were saying. Like, I don't give two shits. When you do that or when you don't, when you don't up, when one of you don't uphold your end of the bargaining, then that's what the other person feels like. Oh, you didn't give two shits, but because you're a good person, you're going to continue to do the right thing or what. And let me rephrase this. You're going to continue to do what you feel is the right thing. Note that you're going to do what you feel is the right thing. And that's totally fine. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Everybody else is okay with that. Nobody is going to argue. You made the best decision for you in that moment. Cool. Moving forward. Right. You go home. You're religious. Let's just say you go home, you sit down, you talk to a couple of your friends about it. They tell you, brush it off. Don't worry about it. You know who you are. Don't let nobody get you out of your character. Cool. Good circle. That's what you want to hear. That's what you need to hear. You know what? That's right. I'm not going to let this person bother me. Then if you want to take it a step further, okay, I got confirmation from my, I got confirmation from my circle. Then let me go in here and let me get down on my knees and let me pray. If that's what you do. Let me get down on my knees and let me pray and let me ask for guidance. Let me ask, where do I go from this? And then you wait. And yet this person is still fucking with you. This person just got it itching for you. This person is fuck. This person is going to fuck with you just because they going to fuck with you. Um, they, they got it in. But remember what I said, that person also is a religious person. So no telling what type of praying or voodoo seance type of thing that they got going over over there. Right. Not saying that that's something that they're doing, but who knows? But this person right here, like I say, you already kind of hold this person in a different kind of hot. You, you hold this person in a different type of light. But yet here we are. This is what we're doing. Now you feel some kind of way. Things are not looking the way that you want it to look. Things aren't mustering up to what what, what it could be. So you feel the way. And that's okay for you to feel the way. Not a problem. But how long do you put up with it? That's the question. How long do you put up with it? When you're fighting. When you're fighting. When you're mentally fighting with a person. When you're mentally continuously 
consciously being a better person in a situation, how long do you stay in that environment? How long do you say, I can continue to be the better person. I'm not going to let this person pull me out of my character. There's a saying that you know when to choose and pick your battles. Well, let's just say this is a battle that you don't even want to fight. But unfortunately, because you're bully, you, you report directly to your bully. Your bully is there's no there's no way. Yeah, you have information on this person. You let that person see that. That person still didn't back down. You show this person, hey. I understand that you're my boss, but my job, part of my job is to make you look good. And I show you that time and time again, but yet that ain't good enough for you. You don't care about you looking good. Okay, cool. So what everybody in the company, uh, uh, all your peers think you're a dumb piece of shit. Not my words. Not my words. Those are your peer words. Your peers think, yo, you, you the laughing fucking stock. How you got your job, I don't fucking know. But guess what? Your safety net is gone. Who's going to save you now? Who's going to hold you accountable? You can't hold people accountable who have already been accountable. Your team is not working for you. They're working against you. They're working in despite of you. How does that work? How do you continue to fight that fight? Personally. Because together, you know, you can fight that fight with your peers. Your peers are going to be there to kind of help you. Even though if some of them are Judas's. That's one thing I've learned in life. No matter what it is, there's going to be a Judas. There's going to be a Judas. Somewhere lurking. They're always lurking because they want more. They want something that they can't obtain or they're on their own. So they're going to find a way to get it done. They're going to find a way. And you got to learn. You, you, you got to learn how to spot those folks. Or you make those people close to you. You give them nothing, but you keep those people so close to you. Because one thing that one thing that they don't realize within their own greed and their own ambitions is that they don't even realize that you realize that they're the Judas and that's why you're close to them. You're giving them nothing, but they think that you're giving them the world. And you're taking this information, going back and doing whatever you possibly can. You're a Judas. There's a Judas always around, lurking, trying to come up with their own agendas. It doesn't freaking matter. But remember, we know this. Everyone is not for you. Everyone, and I'm not for everyone. So you identify those people and you either you keep them close to you or you keep them at a distance. Or you, if you can, you make sure that they are not around you at all. You be, you be the better person. You know who you are. You know what your character is as a person. You keep your head up. If you believe in, if you are a religious person and you believe in Jesus, you know he kept fighting until he strung his ass up high. Right? And then on the third day, he disappeared on that ass. Woo! All the haters was like, huh? What? He did what? He came back? Who did what? Oh, yeah. Now you feel some kind of way. 
Now you feel some kind of way. Oh, you thought you was going to hold him down? Can't hold me down. Oh, no. Right. Oh, no. Is the is is the key. Oh, no. I thought I did this dude in, and this motherfucker's back. Yeah. Hello, Lion King. We thought we killed Simba. You didn't. We know you didn't kill Simba. Hell. Check it out. What does Scar say? Scar thought he killed Mufasa when he realized he saw little Simba looking like Mufasa. The first thing he said, Mufasa, but but, but I thought you were dead. Mmm. 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 The hater thought he had killed Mufasa, which he did. But the fear in him led him to believe that his nephew was Mufasa. That's some scary shit. Same way you believe in Jesus. Jesus came back. The first thing they said, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Shit. Mufasa's back. Oh, no. Jesus is not behind that damn boulder. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here he come with another one. Damn. DJ Khaled drop another one. Damn. Oh, no. But you keep on fighting. Whatever you believe in, keep on fighting. Don't give up. Pray about it. Meditate about it. Do whatever you need. Don't let nobody get you out of your character. Keep it pushing. Keep it going. And just let these haters know that, like, yo, I see you, but I don't see you. You're not. You're not here for me. I'm not. I'm not for you, and you're not for me. So mind your business and keep it pushing. Guess say. I've been Nerdy G. This has been my random thought. Until next time, catch me on my socials, Twitter, Instagram, that guy Nerdy G, Nerdy G underscore two G, two E's way on Twitter. Catch me on Facebook, Nerdy G. Let's talk about this. And remember, everything is as simple as it seems. Like chrome rims on the mothership The mile high boss man Reppin' that country shit I talk a little different but I'm far from a dummy Blackfish the illogy We gettin' that dirt road money This is M Square Texas It's going down round here Me Tyler J and Slugger run the town round here Sip I drink out the Masons Keep my cushion the cooler Dodging out for potholes, watching out for the troopers. V 